When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also on my first vacation in five years. That's because indie vets truly puts vets first. I've got control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. Indie vets, a whole new way to vet. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett talking Gamecock basketball. Joe, we knew the Gamecocks had their hands full Saturday at Rupp Arena. The fifth-ranked Kentucky Wildcats put it on the Gamecocks pretty good, 85-69. And, Joe, the Gamecocks clearly hurt by the absence of P.J. Dozier, the team's second-leading scorer. We didn't find out until maybe an hour before tip-off that P.J. would not play Saturday. Yes, I, yeah, I got that message, I guess, via Twitter as well. And, uh, I tell you, it's like somebody punched me in my gut, man, when I when I saw that he wasn't going to be able to play. Um, you're talking about a guy that has been coming on. You know, he's had his struggles here and there, but when you go into battle against Kentucky, you want all your weapons. And uh, uh, it was it was very, very, very difficult when you got your point guard um, not being able to participate in that game. And that back spasm thing was a very, you know, very difficult thing to deal with. You know, once that back starts tightening up and – you lose some of your mobility. You lose your, your, your elevation. and uh, I guess they made a good decision for P.J. to sit this one out. The Gamecocks turned it over their first three possessions Saturday. Kentucky jumped out to a 7 to nothing lead, and Kentucky would lead 23-6 to before the Cinderius Thornwell show got underway. Joe, I was very impressed with Thornwell. He seemed to take his game to another level. A career-high 34 points for Cinderius Thornwell, including 20 in the first half. But, Joe, Thornwell with 34, and the rest of the team scored 35. Thornwell didn't get much help on Saturday. Uh, honestly, no, he didn't get any help. Uh, like I said, PJ would have been there a presence for them, and yeah, I'm not one to call people out, especially because these are kids. But uh, we definitely need some help from in, in the scoring backcourt. Meaning Dwayne Notice and Justin Mackey, those guys gonna have to step up, especially on the road. Uh, these guys been there; they've been their four year seniors, and you expect a little more. I know you have games struggling, but uh, it's been a while, and and. I don't know what what their struggles are, but we definitely need them to step up. But so uh, well, he 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 had a tremendous game. I was a little worried because he had to play so much. He had to do so many things. That's what he does. He does so many things. But I get a little worried when we we have to put him at the point guard position because that takes so much out of him. You know, when you got PJ and and Gravit came in and he came in and I thought he ran the ran the um, team very well and also felt uh, his first time in Rupp Arena. You saw. These guys, some you know, look like freshmen out there. But um, kudos to uh, Sundaris on well. He's a tremendous game. He just needs a little bit of help. He brought his team back once everything settled. And I thought we may have had a chance once we cut it, you know, right for halftime to at one at one point to about six points, I believe. And I thought we was going to have a chance to 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 get them rattled when their top point guard Fox tweaked his ankle. I said, okay, we may be on a little even playing field, but uh. Too many turnovers, start off too many turnovers, and, and that's the one thing that you can't do against this uh, athletic uh, Kentucky team. They want you to turn the ball over so they can get out and get easy baskets. And uh, I believe they, I heard some story about how quick they want to shoot the ball, and they want to 
uh, get down the court and shoot the ball tremendously quick before you can set up, especially against this South Carolina tough defensive team. And Frank did a really good job, I think, in the second half by switching uh, from man and playing a lot of zone. And that got this Kentucky team a little rattled. Kentucky led by nine at halftime. Thornwell kept the Gamecocks in it. South Carolina actually cut it to four points early in the second half, but Kentucky continued to cause problems for the Gamecocks. And uh, Thornwell with 14 points in the second half, but he wasn't able to drive the bucket uh, in the second half like he did much of the first half. Thornwell finished with a career-high 34, 9 of 23 from the floor. He was 2 of 6 from 3, and 14 of 15 at the foul line in 37 minutes of action. But beyond that, Joe, not a lot from the Gamecock starters. You mentioned notice, just four points in the ball game, 2 for 7 and 0 for 4 from 3. Mike Coatsar and Chris Silva both got into early foul trouble. Uh, early in the second half, they got into foul trouble. They both picked up their third fouls just a minute into the second half and Kotsar finished with four points. Silva had three, and it was actually the Gamecock bench that uh, provided some scoring. Tamarcus Blanton, five of six from the floor with 12 points in just nine minutes, and Hassani Gravit hit three of four shots. He finished with seven points in 12 minutes of action. So we knew Kentucky was going to be a problem, Joe, and they, they proved to be exactly that Saturday. But a pretty good effort by the Gamecocks, even in a losing effort. You know, I think South Carolina still feels pretty good about the way it acquitted itself on Saturday. I think they did. Knowing they were a man short, one of their leading scorers, their point guard, their lead on the floor, I think they, they should have come out you know, feeling a little bit better. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of uh, Marcus Blanton coming out. Like you said, he, he shot the ball pretty well. He was a, a spark for us. You know, prior to the end, this, this kid would have been a really, really good player. Uh, but that hip injury that I think he, he has is just uh, just messed him up a little bit. But um, I see that we're still ranked number 23. So I think that the uh, posters, uh, people that, that's looking at this team, know that we are a good team and that we were one man short. So uh, for us to not even drop a – did we go up, EP? We dropped. I think we're number two. We dropped. We yeah. did drop. Okay. Yeah, we dropped a little bit. Uh, the Gamecocks are 23rd in the AP poll that is out today. Kentucky is up to number four. And Florida, okay. which we lost both games last week, actually stayed in the poll at number 24. So the Gamecocks are one spot ahead of Florida. Oh, okay. And Carolina beat Florida yeah, but, last Wednesday night. So Yeah, we, we just need to stay, stay to the course. Uh, hopefully we can get uh, P.J. back and um, get him back out. And I think, like I said, when I told you last week, I still think – Every game on the schedule on the schedule is a winnable game, so I'm not too too concerned. My only concern is the health of uh, PJ right now. All right, and no word yet as to when PJ might be able to return. The Gamecocks are scheduled to take on Auburn at home, home game for the Gamecocks Tuesday night, six thirty tip at the CLA. And Auburn is playing better basketball here in the last in the last couple of weeks. We're going to talk more about the Tigers in just a moment. South Carolina now 15 and four after this loss to Kentucky. The Gamecocks are five and one in the SEC, and that leaves South Carolina alone in second place in the Southeastern Conference behind Kentucky. The Wildcats are 17 and two and seven and zero in the league. But because Florida fell to Vanderbilt at home on Saturday, South Carolina remains alone in second in the Southeastern Conference. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app that's on the App Store and on Google Play. To subscribe to our podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Joe, you know, a few weeks ago, Auburn was 0-3 in the league, but they have had a freshman that enrolled 1st of January that has helped get them going in the right direction now. Austin Wiley for Auburn, a freshman enrolled 1st of January at 19 points in Auburn's win over Alabama, and this was a feel-good win for Auburn. They beat Bama by 20 at Auburn over the weekend, and 
after starting 0-3 in league play, Auburn has now won three out of four. The Tigers are 13-6, and 3-4 and four in the league, but you know, feeling good about themselves right now, having won three to last four, including two in a row home wins last week for Auburn by four points over LSU and then a 20-point beatdown of their arch rival, Alabama. Yes, uh, Auburn is a very, very good team. Uh, they're, they're improving, as you said. Um, coached by a very good coach, one of my favorite coaches in basketball, and that's Bruce Farrell, former Tennessee coach. Who, who turned that program around in Tennessee. And I know that he will do the same. It's, it's, I think he's taking a little longer than expect for me to turn it around to Auburn. But Auburn is, you know, I've heard Fawaz basketball is one of the hardest places to recruit basketball players to in the SEC. But uh, you see these young guys, some of his recruiting class are coming in, uh, coming in and being impact players for him right now. And uh, I, I, from looking in the past from his players, I know he has some athletic guys that can present a lot of problems. He don't have a lot of big, big guys, but he he always known to have very athletic guys that can do so many things on the court that can present promise for you on the defensive end. So this guy, this team is is improving, and that's what you want to do uh, going in the league play. Lost some, had some tough losses, of course. One loss to Kentucky, which pretty much everybody in the SEC probably will this year, but uh, um, had a good win the other night against a tough Avery Johnson coach Alabama team. That's a rival game for them as well. But uh, we gonna have our hands full. Uh, it won't be an easy win tomorrow. It won't be easy for us. We need to go out and handle business, and uh, we play with, like the way we've been playing. You know, put this game, put that Kentucky loss behind us. I think we really got a really good chance tomorrow. Being back home in CLA, that'll certainly help. Auburn beat this Bama club by 20 points, and Bama's over 500 in league play. So Avery Johnson's team, you know, off to a pretty good start in the SEC. So that was a nice win for Auburn, and they also had a good game from another freshman, Mustafa Heron had 10 points, including three three-pointers. So the two freshmen for Auburn, Wiley and Heron, combined for 29 points in the Auburn win over Alabama. So Auburn's won three of its last four in the league. Uh, their only loss during that stretch was at Kentucky, and everybody's losing to Kentucky, so mm-hmm. not a bad loss by any stretch. And the Auburn Tigers playing better basketball right now under head coach Bruce Pearl. And, Joe, I thought it was interesting. Coach Pearl is going to be the keynote speaker, the guest speaker for the Columbia Tip-Off Club luncheon here in Columbia tomorrow. He'll speak to the Columbia Tip-Off Club and then move over to the CLA for tomorrow night's game. Yeah, I think several coaches come through, and, and, and I think they select certain coaches that they know will speak well. And Bruce Pearl, he has that that – uh, personality. He has that. Uh, he, he just, he just love the guy. He, you know, he's not only a good coach. I think he's a great person. And, and for him to come speak will be uh, a good, good, good listen for some of the Gamecock fans on tomorrow. Yeah, Coach Pearl, very charismatic, and that should be a good event at Columbia Tip Off Club tomorrow here in Columbia. So, six thirty tip tomorrow night. It'll be on the SEC Network. South Carolina and Auburn. The Gamecocks will try to get back in the win column after falling at Kentucky on Saturday. But the good news, the Gamecocks are still in the AP Top 25 and a big win last week over Florida to put the Gamecocks in second place in the SEC. So, Joe, uh, the Gamecocks have got Auburn at home on Tuesday night this week and then long road trip to Missouri for an 8.30 tip Saturday night. Yes, well, like we said, like I was saying, oh, yeah, we just need to handle one game at a time. Um, handle the game tomorrow night. Um, hopefully, uh, just got to get everybody playing on the same page. That's the only thing I'm worried about outside of PJ's injury. Got to get Dwayne Ellis to step up. Got to get um, Justin Mackey to step up. And also, got to get those big guys involved. Uh, I know it was a tough atmosphere the other night in Kentucky, but um, let that be a learning experience. Let's chalk that up and, and get back to where we need to be, and that's playing good defensive um, basketball for our Gamecocks and, and just get some more production offensively because Cinder, we he just can't do it by himself. This league is too tough. 
Uh, too many good guys out there, and we just need a couple guys to step up to help us in there, and I think we will be fine. Back spasms for P.J. Dozier Saturday, a late scratch from the Gamecock lineup. South Carolina will hope to get him back tomorrow night against Auburn. Joe, thanks for the report today. We appreciate you. All right, no problem, E.P. All right, that's my man Joe Rett, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll come back with more Gamecock basketball talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> 